From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Welcome to episode 11. We hope you're all well. We hope you had a lovely weekend. We did. We had yes. an awesome weekend. <laughs> we went partying. Exactly. Two pests were styling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, we're um, back with this, uh, this week's episode. Yep. Let's so get rolling. Let's, okay. Um, let's go. Should I go? Okay. okay. You go. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the news this week... Um, the registrar of the birth and death registry (laughs) was on City FM Mm -hmm. for two reasons. The main reason (laughs) was he's apparently been sued (laughs) by... Yes, there's an ongoing court case. The the B&D, birth and death registry, has been taken to court by a parent because apparently they're not allowing um, parents to register certain names. Okay, Mm -hmm. So the names that... So it's two things that are the issue. First of all, if you have your name begins with na or ni or nana mm-hmm. or mame mm-hmm. or papa, which are very common, Ghanian you know, Ghanaian sort yeah. of appellations, mm. they will not allow you to register those because they said those are titles right. and not actually names. Mm-hmm. Now, the second thing also, if you go there and you want to register your child's name as Kofi James Mensa, for mm-hmm. example, they won't allow you to do it. Oh, really? But if you say James Kofi Mensa, they will. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even know that bit. Yeah. <laughs> so it, they've been dragged all across the internet. And the again, the registrar's name is John Agbeko. And yes, the did. interview sounded so pathetic, yeah, to be very was, honest. He couldn't defend himself. He couldn't. He, re- he really couldn't. And then he at one point he was like, well, if you want us to start naming ourselves anyhow, Imagine what this country will be like in 20 years. I'm like, sir, <laughs> all they're saying is mama, mame and na and whatever should be allowed. Because those are parts of the names. Names, exactly. So um, Bernard Avle was like, okay, you say nana is basically a title. It's uh, for a king. Mm-hmm. But he's like, if you came there and wanted to register your child's name as prince mm-hmm. or duke, They'd allow it. They would they? allow it. Mm. So it's like, why is there this sort of colonial slash Anglo bias mm-hmm. when we are sitting in Ghana trying to name our own kids our traditional mm. names? Mm. And he really, you know, he really couldn't defend defend it in any way. Yeah, I think he was trying to quote. He some said there was law, a law, law of exactly, 1965 that. that and then Asan Kuma, I think he called and said, "There's no such law or something." Really? Called. I was like, "Oh come on, you come on radio, you don't know what you're talking about." He really got a lot of slack for that. He yeah. did because he he couldn't, and I, I mean, it just seems like that is the trend. They mm. have this bias towards you know anglophone names, mm. and I mean, the one where you can't even put, you know. A Ghanaian name as your first name, yeah, is pretty. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. You, uh, setting aside the me mm, and nah, whatever. Mm. But Bernard was at making the argument that it's we've gone to the point, just like with prince or or queen or king, yeah. people are naming their kids mm-hmm. king now. <laughs> it's the new ghetto fabulous. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, Everybody right. is king. <laughs> um, 
we have evolved to the point where Nana is not necessarily a title, title. reserved only for royalty anymore. Exactly. People yep. just name their kids Papa something True. or Nana something. True. So we should also be, you know, recognize that and not tell people that they can't. I mean, it's a bit extreme to tell somebody they can't name their child something. Yeah, Nana or Ni, which is, which is, I find it very upset. I mean, honest. I think... In America, it's only... There are very few... You can't name your child Hitler. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Or something that's racially offensive. Or, you know, something that would be considered abusive to the child. But, you know, if you want to call your child Goku or what Mm -hmm. Gohan... Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can do that. You you? really can. You know? So, it's... it's, We... I mean, I I hope... So, anyway, actually, Mm -hmm. the, the full stop on this or... About after a week of, you know, people complaining and uproar and outrage right. and incredulity and all that, mm-hmm. the minister for local government, who is called Hajia Alima Mahama, mm-hmm. has now issued a directive in parliament that people should be allowed to. Allowed mm-hmm. to. Now, again, I, I guess, I don't know if the registry department falls under local government. I guess it does. I, I don't know. But then I feel like this is similar to that DVLA story. It's yes. like people are doing things there's without... No, there's exactly. No, there's, no, there's no collaboration. There's Somebody nothing. Somebody's doing something somewhere and then some minister come on the news. Yeah, they're not communicating. Well, they, they, it's, yes. It's, it's an and it's a, bit, it's a bit worrying, yeah, to be And honest. for him to come on, on, on air and say all With these all things that are not true. full confidence. It's, 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 and it's then only be. for a week later, somebody have to come and check you, you know, in public. Like, it's, actually, it's not right. It's like you're not doing your job. You don't know your job. So it's a bit worrying. But anyway, that's some item in the news where yeah. apparently still um, going by colonial mindsets mm. out here. I listened to that it. interview actually. He was he was so he was, it was actually he didn't quite know he was annoying. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what he was saying. So that's 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 that. Yeah. So thanks for that in the mm. news. So my in the news is um, the center of the world tower. So Ghana I suppose Ghana wants to construct um, an, an iconic tower in Tema. Huh? Yes, please. In Tema. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this they said okay, apparently because the Greenwich Meridian passes ah, directly yes. through mm-hmm. Tema, they want to sell Ghana a sort of center of the world. Yeah. Now, if you don't know Tama, Tama is sort of an, a harbour town. It used to be called Torman because Tor is Calabash in, I don't know, in a local language. So it was the town of Calabashes. Mm-hmm. And it's the biggest seaport in Ghana. Now, in the article, it was also mentioned that the Presbyterian Church of Ghana, I think the one in Community 1, is also runs, um, the, the Greenwich Meridian runs through it, as well as the Tema Golf Club. I didn't know there was a Tema Golf Club. Was there? It? There is, mm-hmm. but yeah. I didn't know it was right. there. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I love the idea of you know, improving our tourism and all that. I'm not against it. But we, are, we need to think about the, the surrounding, like the surroundings. But you say you want to create an iconic tower just like the Where Eiffel Tower. Where is it going to be? Well, some, somewhere in time, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... But some, it, wasn't there supposed to be a stone or some sort of marker? Where uh, the, have you seen that thing before? No, I haven't. Have you? I know. Does it exist? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pre- I think in <laughs> class five, they said it did. Somewhere in... <laughs> so, um, and my thing is, Tourists who potentially come to Tema would n- will not just come to see the iconic tower. Do you know, listen, mm. this is Ghana. They claim that flyovers are tourist attractions. Come on, like... St- the, 
I'm sorry. I'm so I'm no. such a rude interrupter. No, no, but go ahead. Go the ahead. other day they were talking about one of these stadiums. I can't remember which one that has mm. fallen into disrepair. Yes, Baba Yara. Baba Yara, and yeah. now they're using it for funerals. Funerals. Yes, I was going to talk then, about that actually, but I said no. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the comments was like, they need to improve it so it can be used as it can be a tourist attraction. Mm. Ghanaians like to think everything, everything is a tourist, tourist attraction. attraction. You know, people don't want to come to your country to look at your crusty ass stadium. Even <laughs> in peak condition, yeah, it will still yeah. be crusty comparatively. Exactly. And if it doesn't have anything extraordinary, why would somebody just come or, and look or, at a stadium? Or come in Kuma fly over like two level tourist attractions. Seriously? <laughs> so this thing, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a cute idea. Yeah, yeah. But that alone, like it's, you it's said, not is not going to I, I don't think so. make somebody sit on a plane mm -mm, and buy then just a come. ticket, get a hotel room and to then come just and look comes, at... And then that's it. So anyway, so, so back to what I was mm. saying. Uh, so they want to create an iconic tower. That's all well and good. The Presbyterian Church is there. The Tama Golf Club is there. But if you're doing these things, like you've already mentioned, if you're doing these things in isolation, there's no point. Who's going to come to Tama and say, oh, I'm just going to come look at the iconic tower and go? And <laughs> It's not going to happen. They probably want to... One of ten things exactly. you're going to do, maybe. So they probably want... They would probably want to see different things. They probably want to see the Tama community in one market. If that's the thing, you're going to have to do something about that market. Mm -hmm. They're probably go going to want to see the beaches. The beaches hmm. are dirty. You're going to want to have to do something. So in all that, you'd have to do a connect tower, not in isolation, but you've got to do it uh, in conjunction, in conjunction with, with all the other things surrounding Tema yeah. so people can come. I mean, Tema, I think Tema is relatively well developed and planned. It is. It's it. it so is. It's, it's, I think Tema can become sort of a model tourism town or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Yeah, when we're doing things, let's let's think about the, TDC, the big picture. Yeah. Development Council. What y'all saying? <laughs> let's let's look at the bigger picture, not just iconic tower for iconic tower sake, you know? It shouldn't just be that. It shouldn't just be that. All righty. Okay. okay so thanks for that. All right. Then. So moving on, on to, to so my producer here, <laughs> our studio engineer has corrected me. Is Tema Development Corporation? Oh, and not corporation. Council. Right. Yeah, corporation council. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. So songs of the week. Mm -hmm. So I have two songs this week, and I'm actually really excited about one of these because it is somebody I know. Oh. I know. Yes. So I was on Facebook and. She um, was commenting on our last episode, oh, and I was just what like, you "Yeah, oh, nice." Uh, no, yeah. So, and then I was like, "Wait a minute!" But she is a musician, and she has some songs that I've, I really, really liked. So, nice. hi, Tish. Hello. Okay, so <laughs> the song in question is called "Rise in the Sun," okay, and it's by FM Letty. So it came out in two thousand and one, and it's off an album called "It Will Come." It will all come around. Mm -hmm. Now, so I know Tish because I went to university with her. Um, she is from Guadeloupe, and she is currently based in France. Right. And um, <clears throat> she's actually a really cool person. She did um, theater and costume design. So oh, she used right. to design um, clothing and everything. Oh, nice. And she could always sing even then. She wrote music and such. Mm. And so she moved to France at one point. And then met up with um, a sing another singer-songwriter called Francois-Marie Drew, who is okay. the FM in the FM Lady, mm -hmm. And they formed a group called FM Lady. And the f I think the Rise in the Sun is the first single off that album. Okay. And it's very, it's one of those really uplifting, happy mm. songs. It's like a jazzy influence, oh, but nice. it's poppy. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's just really nice. So check that out if you can. Rise in the Sun by FM Letty. Okay. The second song is called Come Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's by two, two um, rappers, female rappers, called Gifted Gab and mm-hmm. Blimes Brixton. Now, I had actually never heard of either of these Me people. Neither. But I was on Twitter. I think the song is kind of tre- low-key trending on Twitter. Okay. And I listened to it, and I'm like, yo. So, <laughs> it first of all, like, female hip-hop, okay? Like, I think there's a, a huge void mm. in, like, rap and hip-hop for female artists in right. general. Like, Nicki Minaj does not count. <laughs> Ooh, she's coming for you. No, she can. If she did feel like she should come, I'll give it to her nicely. <laughs> she doesn't count. Whatever. <laughs> she can rap, but she's decided to use it for fooling, so mm. we don't acknowledge her. Cardi B is trash, so she doesn't count either. I mean, I'm happy for her, whatever, she's trash, can't rap. So, I I really get excited when I see, like, people that are going Gifted. in. Mm, right. Now, so both these ladies, this is not about fashion, it's not about cuteness, it's mm. just, like, bars, man. Nice. And it reminded me of, like, a 1995 kind of hip-hop. Mm. The production is, like, classic. It's Reminds me of like Ninth Wonder, like a little brother. If you don't know a little brother, go check them out. They mm-hmm. broke up, but still the music is there. Right. But like Jay Dilla, like really dope. Nice. So anyway, come correct. Go check it out. Gifted Gab and Blimes Brixton. So apparently Gifted Gab is from Seattle and Blimes Brixton is from San Francisco or something. Okay. And they've been each doing their thing and they just decided to collaborate mm. on that track. And it's like it's like super dope. So check those out. Dope. Nice. Okay, so my song of the week, I'm taking it, I'm staying in Africa, and I'm taking it back a bit. So I've got two songs. The first one is Akatechi Odwe Sisimi. You know that Sisimi? That was that song. That one. That one, that's the one. So yeah, that's a little uh, throwback for you, Akatechi. The second one is a song that I think all Africans know. Wherever you are in the world, you know Premier Gao by Magic Sister. Ah, yes. If you've been to any African party, anywhere in the world, yes. you're sitting down, they're playing your, let's say, Ivorian, Cameroonian, Ghanaian. As soon as you hear the song, every African just yep. gets up and starts dancing. So they're, they're an Ivorian group. Uh, they, I think they formed in 1996. Premier Gao came out in 1999. And yeah, that's that's my song. That's the, those are my songs of the week. Cool. Two now, have Magic System done anything since? I was know? checking. I checked yesterday and they had a song from 2017 called... Yeah, four year or something. Mm. I listened to the song. It was okay. It wasn't like it's, it's not, like it's not it's as catchy not, um, as no, I no, see. no. I checked them up, but then Premier Gao by Magic System and Akatechi Odwe Sisi. Nice. So ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right now on to what the f. <clears throat> so this week, my what the f is nowhere near as as exciting as last week's camel incident, but <laughs> still, it's a it's very what the f y. So. Um, a couple, like a week or two ago, there was this head. There were these headlines floating around about how chocolate may go extinct in our lifetime. Ooh. Yes. Now, of course, my eyes widened, <laughs> my you know heart started pounding because mm-hmm. a chocolate is life and day. Okay, chocolate <laughs> is <laughs> my best friend. Okay, so I right. can't, we can't have this. Mm. So apparently, due to climate change, mm-hmm. basically it's getting warmer. Right. and also drier, mm-hmm. the cacao plant will not be able to grow in those conditions. And apparently, mm. um, 
the cocoa only grows in very specific. There's like basically a belt. belt yes. And yes. outside of that, you know, latitude or whatever it is, mm. the plant literally is long longitude. Whatever. <laughs> this is not geography class. It's type of job. <laughs> <laughs> won't be able to grow and because of the basically the climate change those mm. conditions are also already being altered wow. um, irre- irreparably yes so um, the University of California in Berkeley has partnered with Mars Corporation mm-hmm. which makes Snickers yes. um, Mars obviously and Twix etc etc mm-hmm. to see if they can um, genetically modify the cacao plant to be able to withstand mm-hmm. mm, to like be to able to withstand the rising temperatures <laughs> now of course in addition to you know having a mini panic attack that I won't be able to eat chocolate <laughs> I th- immediately thought of Ghana uh-huh. because for anyone that doesn't know Ghana used to be the world's largest producer of cocoa, cocoa. Yeah. Um, a position we lost to Survivor. neighboring Cote d'Ivoire yes. okay mm. So I'm thinking, you know, first of all, we haven't even been able to manage our cocoa production very well here. The numbers have been plummeting. Yes. Um, and apparently, I looked up some statistics. Um, our agriculture GDP contribution to GDP has been dropping for the last seven years continuously. Aye, aye, aye. In 2009, it was 31%. Mm-hmm. And as of 2016... It's all the way down to 19%. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So basically, we're unable to feed ourselves. And also, our Whoa. cocoa output mm. is plummeting, right? Which Serious. is not a good thing. No. Secondly, we've never been able to do anything in terms of having end-stage production where the cocoa is concerned. We're still literally exporting Putting, the yeah. beans no like value that. Add. No value no add. No value added. Or we, little. Or very little, yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Even like process, like powder, we don't even, we do it here locally for things we're doing here, mm-hmm. but we don't even mm. export powder. We just, which would have obviously gained more money. We just Definitely. export the raw bean like that. And, um, you know, and beyond powder, we're talking the end state luxury, right? Mm. I feel like we should have artisanal chocolate bars. Mm. Like you go in and there's this fancy place somewhere and you buy chocolate, like a um, Godiva Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know there are a few. There's like, is it called 1957? Yes, yes. But I I don't know where they are, to be honest. Like I see it online and Mm -hmm. I don't know whether if they they have a physical shop somewhere. Yeah. And I think there are a couple of people who are doing stuff with chocolate. But obviously mm, it's not enough because you mm, don't know know immediately, oh, okay, I can go to the mall and go to the chocolate shop or whatever. I think that's like a, we've dropped the ball seriously there. Um, but the other, and then again, we have a problem with child labor where, yeah. I mean, I've major, major issues yeah, already. There's, there's so much. So now, you know, what came to mind immediately was if Mars Corporation does successfully manage to modify the cacao plant even, first of all, GMO food is something that is a huge question mark. I know yep. they say it's safe, and mm, but they say yeah, everything is safe until 100 until, years. Exactly. And we have you start growing and extra and toes mm, and fingers mm. and stuff. And they're like, oops, <laughs> who could have known? Yeah, who wouldn't couldn't have known? The other thing, though, is it, it, it sort of reminded me immediately of Monsanto. Mm, oh who, okay, God. so I'm sure everybody knows Smoke, they're like yeah. the big evil now. <clears throat> they, they are the main producer of GMO seeds and whatever. Mm. And first of all, it's become a situation where they're only they're modified like corn and wheat. It does. It's hardier. 
you know, it, it grow, it's more resistant to pests, all yeah. that. So people are almost have no choice but to buy mm. the seeds and whatever. But the problem is they also genetically modify their seeds to be non-regenerative mm-hmm. so that you can't cut a shoot off it and, then and plant regrow it. it. You, have to you go literally buy, have to mm, keep buying it from them. I know what they're doing. So yeah. I'm like, imagine now Mars Corporation put a patent on these new I cacao yeah, yeah, plants. Yeah. So basically, what would be the implication for, for cocoa-producing countries? That oh. means we have to buy our beans from Mars <sighs> and then grow it. And what rate, what can, I mean, how are we going to even have a bargaining position we to won't. sell? That? We, mm, won't. We, we, just, won't. we won't. We'll just be making it for them at, and they'll say, okay, we won't buy it unless it's this, <sighs> or we won't sell it to you in the first place unless you sell it back to us. At some bottom barrel rates, I think. But what if even even the, another question? Sorry, I had to interrupt you. What another question? If they modify it such that they can grow it in their country, then what? Then it's over. You are. I then haven't even thought of that. If they're over. modifying, yeah. then they modify so it to grow it in yeah. America, and exactly. they don't need and us then at what? all. Then we're like we're totally So I'm like, okay, screwed. we have CSR Center for Research or whatever. Mm. What are we do, or the cocoa bottle? I'm sure sh- they should also know that the that the that the temperatures are rising and the cocoa plants yeah, are not flourishing. What have it. they been doing? We're gonna sit here and wait for a corporation. Exactly, that's what's gonna to happen. We're going to wait for somebody to do their research. And then we'll be enslaved and then once panic. again. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they're like, mm, white people are evil. Exactly. I mean, exactly. sure, but like, what What did you do? You know? What did you do? So anyway, that that's an issue of concern. Something it is concerning. To it keep is. an eye on, certainly. <laughs> and anyone that has more information, mm. could you please, like, holler at me? Because this is, this is pretty serious. Isn't there, yeah, isn't there something similar said about bananas as well? About bananas yes. going extinct. So already the banana <sighs> plants that we know today are not the bananas that they used to. They were called mm, sent something. Yeah. And some one, and because there was <clears throat> very little variation mm. there because they did the same thing. They mm. took a certain type of banana because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. of the taste and the color and blah, blah, blah. And then one pest wiped out the whole thing and they had to start again with these bananas. We, you know, the Chiquita banana mm. bananas. And now there's a concern that there's too much, um, too little variety yeah. in this too. And it will only take one really bad disease oh, to gosh. knock out all the world's bananas just, or something. I can't live without bananas. I know. Mm. So like food security is a matter of, mm. I think we should all like start planting little, little things know, in our have, backyards. We have bananas in our, we have yeah. so many things in my backyard. <laughs> Guava, mango, avocado, all sorts mango of random things. Yeah. Pawpaw. And we used to have... Um, more stuff but yeah, yeah. No anyway so yeah that's oh my god that's what it is for yeah. me this week and what the f so in today's what the f for me is so so sorry i can't tell stuff sologamy so sologamy is marriage by a person to themselves oh yeah <laughs> okay why are people doing this Girl, i don't, I don't re- understand listen, it. I'm, I'm like <laughs> One year away of come having on. a ceremony oh, where I marry myself. On. Okay, so. So, so apparently this is a trend. I was reading around a bit and they said, well, it sort of, uh, there was a, an episode of uh, Sex in the City and Carrie Bradshaw married mm. She was going to marry, or somebody was going to marry themselves. And that's when it started sort of trending. And I just find it very, 
<laughs> I don't know, but it's I'm so committed weird. to me. Why? No, but if you're committed to you, there's other things you can do. So the reasons that people are giving for marrying themselves is because they are happy being themselves. They, they make themselves happy without needing mm. anyone. The gesture of solidarity. Okay, and that's to them, all to yourself. Oh. And that's all well and good. <laughs> you can do these things by throwing a party. There's no need for you to marry yourself. But what is a wedding except a fancy party, really? True, but then why do you have to... Uh, what if you've always wanted to wear a gown and this is now that your body is right and tight and it might not be in the next five years and you want to be snatched? I, I just think it's weird. For me, it's just it's a weird... weird. It's, it's a it's weird ridiculous. thing. But I'm just like, whatever, me, I'll come and eat your food if you invite <laughs> me to your life. <laughs> For me, it just seems as though you, you want to prove something to somebody. That. Oh, to I'm yourself, so happy. I guess. But if it's to yourself, then don't make a big fuss about it. Just go in your in your little room and go talk to yourself and get married <laughs> to yourself. But for you to make a whole big deal out of it, I think it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> I, I can't fathom why this would be a thing. Listen, I think well, at least sologamy or whatever yeah, is sologamy. better than marrying your car or whatever. That, <laughs> or trees. Are, or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are doing the weirdest thing, but hey, whatever floats your boat. I, I just think it's really weird. I but mean, you, you must do have you. a certain. Um, you must have money if you're really going to have an entire ceremony. Yeah, with the white dress. And, and people will come too. Because we get Of course, fooling. free food. What do you mean? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm coming to your party. And they probably give favors. <laughs> probably, probably. And yeah, for me. So, would you write your name twice? Eddie and Eddie. <laughs> January. <laughs> this is the weirdest, most random thing I have seen. So, what the F, Sologami? If, if you want to do it, you go do your that. I'm Not just, of me. course, I'm always visualizing the Ghana version. So oh, I'm just like, over the imagine? top. They say you've been possessed by it. They say you have a it's spirit true. wife or spirit husband, <laughs> and that's who you're really marrying. And it's fetish, so no one should go. And then somebody made a, a comment about, yeah, patriarchy wins again. It's all about the pressure that women have been put under to get married. And it's to in the, the point sort of where now you have to marry, marry yourself. yourself. And I, I guess, in a way, the person has a point. You're, there's this sort of pressure. You're, you have to get married. If you don't get married, something wrong with you you're not saying whatever so i guess in a way maybe for some of these people you want me to get married i don't have anyone to get married to i'll marry myself that's what we're going to do you know so so that's buy yourself a nice ring like i'm mrs (laughs) same name i was before (laughs) (laughs) so that that's sologamy for you (laughs) right okay so for my two pessimist segments um it is on, and I'm sort of cannibalizing myself because I did write about this on my blog um, mm. quite a while ago. Please check out her blog at uh, what's it Musings called? at Midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E dot com. Yes. And check out Eddie's blog at... All right, at Medium. So go look at, look for, ooh, what's my video name? Oh. E- go check me out. Okay. <laughs> check us out. Yes. Sorry. All right. So my two passwords is on... The Self-Fulfilling African Prophecy. Mm. All right. So I'm going to give a definition for self-fulfilling prophecy. And then I have a story. A story. story. (laughs) So a self-fulfilling prophecy is a false definition of a situation evoking new behavior, which makes the original false conception come true. Basically, what I mean by this today is that if you go looking for something specific, 
you'll find it. Mm-hmm. And that's not always a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right. That so, is so true. <laughs> story time. Mm, right. When I was in university, there was this, um, we have a, what we call a winter term. So that's, it's, people are on break, but mm-hmm. you can stay behind during the holidays yeah. and do a mini term. Oh, okay. Right. Now, usually for the winter term, the Black Studies um, Department, they have a course, and <clears throat> it's about, I think it's like a slavery, something like that, mm-hmm. and they come to Ghana mm-hmm. as part of the course oh, right. during the winter term. So I think about 20 or so students came for the winter term and came back, and then one of the girls in there of the Sprite persuasion of the Caucasian persuasion (laughs) took it upon herself to write an article in the school magazine Mm -hmm. about her trip to Ghana. Right. Well, Hmm. first of all, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ghana's dirty. When she came, she realized that she was wealthy here and that she comes from some small town somewhere, somewhere. But then there were all these poor kids on the street trying to touch her who didn't have anything. Mm. And she went to this hotel and it was dirty and the ACs didn't work. And And Mm. then finally they went to some, apparently they went to some village. Right. And uh, they they put on a cultural performance or whatever it Mm -hmm. is. And the chief of the village came. And they wanted to shake the chief's hand, and they said no because mm. you don't shake. And she was like, "Who is he? He probably can't even read Look or write." Or... Disrespect girl. the culture, girl. <laughs> anyway, so me, Fiona, Adra, Isia, dude, read that and immediately started writing a rebuttal oy, oy, oy. in there. <laughs> Which, so the editor of the paper called me and was like, okay, we're going to publish this, but we've had to edit it down because it was way too harsh. I was like, hey, who told you? To edit my Anyway, so when they published it, mm. hey, sh- I became a mini celebrity. Oh, look at you. <laughs> came and were giving me high fives. Yes, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> and then the girl was emailed me. She would like to have a meeting because it seems there was miscommunication. I was I like, know. no, there wasn't. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so this is another classic. And it's not just... People like that. You know, you always have, like, this case where celebrities come. Let's say Amber Rose. When Amber Rose mm-hmm. came to Ghana, people are criticizing her because somehow she managed to find some village at the back of the art center. Mm. Like, it's like they come with these preconceived notions. Look, yeah, I'm, looking yeah. yes. I'm looking for poverty. I'm looking for children who are starving but mm. happy even though they have nothing. Mm. I'm looking for filth. I'm looking for... Mm. So she, you know, so, for example, Amber Rose, she'll get up. From she was staying at the Villa Monticello. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a five star boutique hotel. Right, you won't take pictures there. Mm. You won't take. I'm sure they picked you up in a Mercedes or whatever. You right. won't take pictures of that. You'll go out of your way to find these pictures of these starving kids mm. and African sons. Those things that you've come already looking for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like recent, not too long ago, Migos was in trouble. They went to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was the same thing. They were interviewing them, and they were like, yeah, there was so much poverty, and people couldn't even speak English. And people were like, uh, but y'all can't speak English either. <laughs> Literally, you can't speak. Nobody knows what you're saying either. So, you know. 
and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I'm sure, again, it's Lagos, so I'm sure they picked you up. If you're not, you don't take time, they'll pick you up in a Maybach. Mm. So it's all like, yes, there's poverty, but then they never show the. So you know how Chimamanda says mm. the danger of a single, single story, story yeah. is not that it's not true, mm. it is that it is incomplete. That's the thing. So when you're coming and you, you take a picture of your hotel room in addition yeah, to, yeah, so that yeah, it's, it's not perpetuating these, what I call poverty porn. Yeah. And mm. people, it's like, it's gotten to a point where, you know, people come looking for, and they will come and look for certain things. And if they don't get those things, they're almost upset. Right. Like, I remember we had some co-workers from you know, overseas or whatever it mm. is. And, you know, it's me. And this is a flashback to... Remember I talked about the Tresaco, the astrophysicist baby whisperer from mm-hmm. the Trump... My Trump rant, who... You oh, know, yeah, right, 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 right. Yes, yes, You yes, know, yes. not everybody's experiences are the yeah, same, yeah. right? I don't want... And then I said, her experience is valid, too. Mm. For example, if you come and I'm hosting you and I'm taking you to places I go, mm-hmm. and, you, and you, as a foreigner from somewhere like oh but i want to see the real africa or whatever i'm like hello this is the real africa as well it's not the only but it is exactly it's not the only i understand that i'm privileged to live this way but this is part of the african experience also it is not for you to come defining predefining whatever and you're even refusing to expand your definitions of what an African experience right. is because the thing is not, it's like it's not dirty enough mm, for you or something. Because that's, that's not what you've, you've seen. Yes, this you thing on the, t- on the yeah, TV, yeah. So you have, you want to where are the see. villages yes, and blah, blah, yes, blah. Yeah. I don't, none of us go hang out in villages really. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like mm. we don't, our experiences vary greatly. Yeah. And so I feel like there is, there should be more understanding of the totality of what an African experience is. Now, that said, I also don't like those videos where they're like, oh, this is the, the Africa, Africa they don't yeah, show you. I'm like, that's a bit I feel mm, like one-sided also as well. Yes, in a way, yes, it's like, yes. okay, what are you really trying to say? Yes, okay, you're rich. Good for you, you know. Mm. But I kind of get the sentiment, like, because it's annoying when people are insisting that showing the other side. Africa can mm. only be this. And yes. it's always a negative stereotype or even right. when they're trying to be like oh but the people are so happy is this really patronizing way hmm. but my i guess my two passwords today <laughs> is expand your horizons don't hmm. be don't go looking for don't go looking for a self-fulfilling african prophecy right. and when africans themselves are telling you that this is our experience so add it to your catalog of what right. an African experience looks like, please shut up and accept it and don't come and tell me mm. that this is not authentic. Yeah, come with an open mind. Come with well. an, thank you, yeah, come with an open mind, mind and understand that there's there's a, a vast variety of what it means to And just like African everywhere, I mean, yeah. this kind of poverty might not be extreme in other countries, but it's still there. So for exactly. you to just say that everywhere is just really okay, it's, it's wrong. Be open-minded. Yes. You know, be open-minded. Okay. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank so you. my two pesos uh, today is on financial independence. Ooh, uh, mm. is this a sub? <laughs> Are you, is this a sub to me or what? <laughs> oh no, come on, I'm no. just joking. <laughs> so if you're from a typical, and I put typical in quotes because I don't want anybody to come and attack me, in the, but typical African home, as a girl, you're taught that you need to go to school and do well, but you also need to know how to cook. 
Right. You know, that, that, yeah, so that you can take care of your husband and all that. But my two pesos today is when we are teaching our girls, let us teach them to be financially independent. Amen. Preach let it. us teach our girls not to depend on other people. Preach other it. Thanks. Preach let it. <laughs> let us teach our daughters that it's good to have your own. You don't need to to look out. You don't. You don't need to need. You don't need somebody else to be right to to be dependent on. Because what's the use if you're married or you're in a relationship? You don't have anything, and you have to go ask your man to, to for money to buy tampons or exactly. Or something. Oh like, my why? goodness! You know. You know. So have something for yourself. Get Be your friend, hustle on. Get your hustle on. Keep and that separate checking account. I say that is that is that is so important. Keep it. You, you can have a joint, but you should also have your have own. your own stuff. Even I even believe in having your own space. Mm. Even in that, <laughs> <laughs> is that too much? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. I mean, that's no, true. Like, <laughs> don't let your identity solely be defined as okay. I'm a Mythos now, mm, and that's all. That's I all, am. yeah. Or even as a mother, like I'm a mother. That's all. That's I am. all. Yeah, you, you have to you have were a person to, a more. before. Mm. Yeah. And and I know there are people, men and women, who don't b- mind being financial providers for others. But I still think it's still so important to have your own. What if you're like, let's just take a very weird example. You get married year one to your husband. He's got loads of money. Let's say you don't have any money. And for some reason, he dies without making a will. Then mm. what? What are you going to do? And the way we're set up around here, some family members will come and What are you mm-hmm. going to do? So this week, my two persons, ladies... Gentlemen, too, but mainly ladies, let's be financially independent. Do for yourself. I would also yeah. add, like, mm-hmm. don't establish tastes that your pocket <laughs> cannot handle, okay? If you are a 500 CD girl, better find a 100 CD weave. Don't be out here, 500 CD girl, talking about you only wear $3,000 Brazilian hair. Because when you do you? that and you can't afford it, that's why, thank mm, you. And then you start can. compromising your own values because you've decided that this is your taste yes. level. <laughs> and yet somehow you can't you can't afford it your own self. Right, exactly. So that's, okay. that's, that's what it was. My two, that's my two pesos Yay. for today. That was a good point. Yeah. Okay. Shout All right. Out. I had a shout out. I've forgotten, I've forgotten whose name I wanted to mention. You step your shout yes, out. Yes, I remember now. <laughs> my shout out today is to Sandra Adaihine. She's my uh, colleague at work. And I just want to say hello. I love you like Hi, a sister. I hope you're well. I know you've been listening. So this is shout outs to you. <laughs> okay. All right. And you? I have, yes, I do have shout outs. <laughs> my first shout out is actually to my dad, who surprisingly does listen to this. Hey, podcast. Dr. Tiedu. Hi, Daddy. Hello. Um, we, we celebrated his 80th yes. birthday um, this weekend, and it was a huge milestone, as you can imagine. Yes, amazing. And uh, I just wanted to say, again, happy birthday to you, and blessings for your life, continued blessings. Yes. And I would also like to shout out my sister. She's in the, bo- yes, she's in the studio hello. today. Hey, Kika. What's Kika? Hi, Kika. She's been really excited about two passwords <laughs> and showing love and support and retweeting and sharing, like, yes. y'all supposed to be doing Exactly. So, shout out to her as well and that's it that's it for this week yeah thank you alright bye Bye. (laughs) if you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms please give us a thumbs up remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends let's continue the conversation we'd like to hear your feedback information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description